In the words of our great enemy, Mike Tomlin, the standard is the standard. We'll tell you why Miles Garrett's comments yesterday at the first day of training camp really echoed that sentiment, and the Browns' defense should be having high expectations in 2022. We'll come back and talk about it. Me, Jeff Lloyd, on the next Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things to all pound. LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush, at G Bush 91. Appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Whether it's on your favorite podcast platform, of course, now on YouTube, uh, closing in on I think almost 2,400 subscribers over there. I appreciate everybody um, as we've you know taken this new venture here. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Browns listeners get fifty dollars off purchases of five hundred dollars or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use promo code Locked On, all caps, no space at checkout. As we said, of course, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show and the Barbershop 92.3, the fan, Mr. Garrett Bush, your host, Jeff Lloyd, as well. Um, it's official. First practice in the books. Browns inside yesterday in Cleveland. Um, Slow-paced, you know, I would say probably had, you know, what, what you saw of it, more of a walk-through feel yesterday, just trying to get everybody acclimated here before we start amping things up. But you take away, you know, from Miles Garrett's sentiments and, and words yesterday. And again, for 2021, there was so much attention focused on the offense or the lack thereof on offense and all the issues that went on on that side of the ball, which certainly resulted you know, heavily into an eight and nine season. But with the Browns defense you saw in the beginning of the season, it was a defense starting to find themselves. You saw a solid unit. You saw what Jadavian Clowney could be when paired again with yet another player, yet another player as unique. So the pairing of Garrett and, and Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney obviously turned into a special, special duo. Uh, linebackers, you know, Anthony Walker, his leadership, his brains, uh, overall play blended with youngster Sione Takitaki stepping up. Um, a guy that we're going to get to a little bit deeper here in the second segment, Jeremiah Usukoromoa, where you believe the potential is to become a star in this league. The secondary, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom showed himself well. So when Miles Garrett speaks on the fact that he believes this defense, you know, should be you know, really, really good. And, uh, you know, mentioning things of, you know, can't win, he can't score points. Obviously, it's the NFL teams are going to score points. But you get the thought process, you know, of what Miles Garrett, you know, where he's coming from with this guy. You know, dudes, no dudes, ballers, no ballers. You look around, you see what is on this defensive side of the ball. And there's, there's going to be times, Garrett, hell, where it's, it's going to be hard just to get 11 on the field because that's how deep they are on the side of the ball. So there's going to be, there's obviously top, shelf talent there is quality depth there are young guys trying to find their way on that side of the ball and you know when you're going to have to go through you know some missed time with Deshaun Watson early in the season 
uh, it, it's you don't ever want to say let's lean on the defense, but they're in an opportunity where the defense should put the offense in a lot of positions where these games are winnable early in the season while they find their way until Deshaun Watson is eligible to play. I, I loved what Miles Garrett did yesterday, and um, sometimes I have an issue with this. Um, and a lot of times we talk about distractions all the time, and, and and how much a distraction is and, and what are uh, distractions on the offensive side and defensive side. And, and, and I've been always saying that, that that's one of the cliches that I would hope would die someday. And I'm, I actually Roy uh, Horde uh, the other day and I said, man, this, this nonsense about uh, how much this is that Deshaun Watson is going to permeate or hang over the over the team could you speak to that and Leroy said something that I think Miles Garrett was trying to echo in his interview yesterday first day at camp to set the tone what an offensive player does has no bearing on defense right your job is if you say G Bush right Garrett Bush you are part of the locked on Browns right of course we're part of the locked on family right if somebody is doing locked on Maine or locked on Vermont and they're not doing that well, you know? Hey, yes, they're still part of the team, but maybe they ain't uploading their videos correctly. Maybe, they ain't, maybe they're not doing it every single day. Maybe they're not putting the energy and effort that me and you is putting into it. If they're struggling, sure, we want the whole locked-on vision to be great. We want the whole locked-on team to be awesome. But at the end of the day, that don't affect me and Jeff. Me and Jeff going to come out here and do what we do, preferably, and we're going to do that every day and get it in because that's what we tasked to do, and we got to figure out what we need to do in our – so if Miles Garrett is telling his defense, hey, guys, my guy, my job is to rush the passer and beat the left tackle. Jadavion Clowney, he's going to rush the passer and, and, and beat the right tackle. Hey, we're going to have Denzel, and Ward, Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom cover him up. JOK, we're going to have you do what JOK do. At the end of the day, Deshaun Watson does not have a bearing on whether or not Miles Garrett can get off blocks, make tackles, and affect the game. And that's a mentality of every defensive player. Do your job. If you can't do your job, they'll find somebody else to do it, right? So I like this the tone he set. I like what he did because it stops all that nonsense about, well, if Deshaun Watson's not here, it gives the Browns a, a blanket slate a blank slate to just say we can go out there and, and go six and 11 or something. No, 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 no. Everybody, you got multiple people on that side of the football that, that ain't got second, second contracts, big time contracts, big time free agent deals. There's guys over there that just got paid. So the, the standard is we're going to go out there with the guys that we got and we're going to play hard and dominate. There's no excuses for saying you don't know the system. Joe Woods has been there three years. There's no excuses for saying you don't know what your assignments are. And there's no excuses for guys to be over there starting off the, the year, not coming out with their hair on fire because that's the expectation level. And they know that. And we know that. So I love what he did by saying, Mm -mm. you're not going to sneak this in on me. We're going to play like we're going to play. It's one of the joys about Miles Garrett because he doesn't take like a tone with it, but he also understands that maybe necessarily the media is trying to game him into something. Um, Baker Mayfield obviously, you know, played this game and at times it certainly looked ugly. You know, Miles Garrett, it's just very, very matter of fact. And, you know, Miles Garrett in, in, in his belief is, you know, at the end of the day, is it don't matter who the quarterback is. If we're going to give up less than 10 points, which he truly thinks, you know, hey, he, he, you know, maybe it's a little obviously disingenuous, but he truly thinks that's what the capabilities of his defense are. So you want to know what his theory is, is if we can keep him at 10 or less, 
Jacoby Brissett, left-handed, should be able to do what he's got to do to get us over this hump. And it's not like he's coming out of nowhere with this. Garrett, former number one overall pick. His running mate, former number one overall pick. Top cornerback, number four overall pick. Other starting cornerback, number one pick. Linebacker, Jeremiah Koromoa. Everybody's got high aspirations. Second round pick. Grant Delpit, second round pick. John Johnson, as he said, lots of money over there. Uh, you know, and even if we have our questions about the way this defensive tackle room is going to shake out, there are dudes everywhere on the defensive side of the ball. So to not have lofty expectations, then y- y- you're not going into it with your head in the right spot. The expectation should be great, should be elite for this defense. They're supposed to be ready to go. And, and, and this is what, and I'm I'm going to be looking at Joe Woods too. Listen, the first four games, I'm looking at what you're calling. I'm looking at your aggressive level. I'm looking at how many blitzes you bring. I'm looking at the exotic nature. I want to see a game plan that looks like you had a game plan ready four months ago when you knew you got Deshaun Watson. You were starting to play with Jacoby Brissett. There's no time for half stepping out here. You got to come out, and I know it's the Panthers on the road. Oh, you got to be out here confusing Baker because I fully expect him to be the starter. I need multiple looks. I need fronts moving around, and I need pressure. I need to be an aggressive style defense. I, you know, I, I, I appreciate when you're trying to bring four and, and play covers behind it, but I'm not doing that with, with subpar quarterbacks. You you say them game plans to Justin Herbert, and, and, and you say them game plans for when you're playing the big dogs like Joe Burrow and them. But these guys here, and I'm playing Zach Wilson, and I got Baker Mayfield. No, you're gonna get you're gonna get the whole kitchen sink, and we're gonna put you in a position that we the Cleveland Browns can say, "All right, let's go ahead and get this one, and worry about next week, and we can count down the weeks till we get our quarterback back." There's no question about it, and the investment is there. Uh, you know, with high draft choices, with second contracts, these players are expected to perform as a unit on an elite level. There's no way around it. That is 100% the expectation of this Cleveland Browns defense. And here I go again, talking Cleveland Browns to units. Speaking of this defensive unit, there are two players, in our opinion, who are probably about to become absolute stars. And by the end of the season, midseason, these two players are going to be mentioned on the level. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett from the Browns defense. We're going to get right back to that. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest Locked on Browns. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an EX? Is it an LX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So go ahead and check it out for yourself. You can save time and money when you're using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto's prices are reliably low, and they are for everybody. So which means the store gets it for the same price you do. Cut out the middleman and save yourself some cash. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know Garrett and I sent you their way. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Thank you for checking out the Locked on Browns podcast. Once again, thank you for making us your first listener today. We want to thank you for what you guys have been doing uh, loud and loud and proud on here on uh, on YouTube right now. I- I'm looking right now, and, and we we are – 
we have a video that's up there uh, basically on Baker Mayfield that's already at 19,000. Got another video up there that's at 14,000. We got a lot, and we, we got a string of about 10 videos in a row that have gone over 1,000 views. So that just shows the consistency of you guys, and we want to thank you for making us one of the, one of the fastest and biggest growing podcasts in the Locked On Network. Continue to support us over there wherever you download your podcast and get those as well. And when the season comes, we're going to continue to keep giving you these tidbits, continue to keep giving you that inside information. Right. Make sure you hit that notification bell, hit the like button. And it's a small little ask for you guys, but it means a lot to us. So continue to do that. We appreciate your support. Yeah, we we yeah. talked about a couple of players, man. And I, I think it's very important that these couple of players really, really take that next step. And I, we talk about JOK and a little bit. Grant Delpit is getting more press. I think we were the first, one of the first people kind of talking about Grant Delpit and what we expected him to be. Even in our first episodes together over here on the Locked On Browns podcast, we talked about his skill set and what he could bring to the table. And, and I always believe that you got to have, if you want to win championships and you want to be a, a great defense, you got to have a playmaker at each level. And I know people sometimes don't like linebackers. Oh, well, linebackers, they're, you know, linebackers aren't really three-down players anymore. Linebackers are the, de- are, are the running backs of the defense. And I'm like, well, listen, and when I look at every great defense, if I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm looking at Warren Sapp. I got Derek Brooks on the next level. I got Lynch, John Lynch on that third level. When you talk about when you talk about the, the, the Baltimore Ravens and what they able to do, you, you, you had the guys up front like a Holodi Nada. Then you had the Ray Lewis's of the world. You had up front Terrell Suggs. And then in the back, you had Ed Reed. See, they had two. The Ravens had about four or five players back there. So so you 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 had to beat them at every single level. You couldn't just say, I'm going to run the ball. No, you can't do that. Ray's stopping it. You can't say, I'm going to just throw the ball. No, nah, Ed Reed back there, just ball hawking. Malta, you got three guys that won defensive player of the year is between them. And when your name is the sack master coming out of Arizona State, <laughs> one of the best sack master Terrell Suggs, and he just kept doing that in the league. But I'll tell you what, JOK has an opportunity to be one of those guys. Three down player, I, I foresee him taking that next step. But Grant Delpit is finally a guy I can hang my hat on and say, listen, we got one of those safeties. We got one of those guys, the Bob Sanders of the world, right? Those guys that, that can ball hawk, take the ball away, play coverage, knock a running back out, and take the football from a guy that, that, that ain't carrying it securely. So I like what Grant Delpit is going to do. I think he's now got his a, a year of training under his belt, and I think he's going to be a guy that the Cleveland Browns are going to lean on and be able to do a lot of different things schematically in that defense to confuse other teams. With Grant Elpit, Grant Elpit was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, an absolute star. He was a star at LSU. We've talked about defensive backs getting to where number seven, Tyron Matthews, number at LSU. He was one of those guys. When he was drafted, now keep in mind, height of COVID, no OTAs, none of that stuff. Came into camp. Um, you saw right away, first couple of days, Grant Elpit, that 22, was everywhere. They were lining him up everywhere. Obviously, the Achilles blows out. So then you get to 2021, 
and you know goes through the motions and is coming back from the you know, Achilles injury you know slowly first time on you know seeing NFL speed and it was a little slow but then you slowly start to saw you know as the confidence was there in his mind obviously also within the Achilles that he was ready to go the type of player he is the impact that a player like Grant Elpit can have and you said it um it does everything whether it's deep coverage whether it's man coverage whether it is closing speed, whether it is taking the appropriate angle on a ball carrier, whether it is, hey, give him a blitz opportunity. Grant Elpit is a versatile player who can do everything that is asked of him from a safe position, can play by the LOA, can play on the roof, can do a million things that you want. And as we get here, Garrett, and we just go further and further down the list and finding superlatives for players who, you know, if you were going to rank them, maybe sixth, seventh, eighth best players on this defensive unit. But you get Grant Elpit in a situation where he's playing for defensive coordinator who loves defensive back versatility. Check, check, check for Grant Elpit, no doubt about it. Playing with a guy who was an extremely intelligent player at the safety position in John Johnson. So this is all a recipe for a player like Grant Delpit to make a huge, huge step up. Yes, last year was nice, and it was a good comeback. It was a good rebound You know, from a lost rookie season. Very difficult injury, to certainly, to come over. But the ceiling is extremely for number 22, Grant Delpit, as it should be as well, Garrett. Look, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, there were flashes last year, and it was almost like Tasmanian devilish. It was like, I don't know if this guy really even knows what the heck he's doing, but he gets there really, really, really fast, and he seems to tackle everything that comes near him. But now, where you know, and it's almost a little bit different with JOK, because JOK, it's more of a, oh, things are starting to slow down a little bit now. Whereas Grant Delpit, the confidence level, he can play at a, a higher, quicker level. JOK, it's almost kind of like slowing down a little bit. Look, man, you see what you're seeing. Believe in yourself. You have the ability to get where you need to get. You've you know, been a tackling machine. You know how to get around the football. And again, smart, smart work by the Browns. You play with a guy like Anthony Walker, who's one of the most intelligent, best film guys playing the position in the NFL. So you get to eat off of that. You get to learn. You get to pick his brain. And you know what, man? I didn't see this. What did I miss? How did I not see this? Well, this guy, he'll usually take two steps this way. He should only take one. That leaves a gap for you to shoot it. Boom. Blow it up. With the player, these two players, and you know, we always, you know, we say Grant Delpit's a second-year player, obviously technically a third-year player, but with between him, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, 28-22, compared with Denzel Ward. With what Greg Newsom we've already seen, John Johnson, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, you keep going, you keep going, Garrett. There, you know, you, you say, oh well, you know, who are the best couple of players on the Browns defense? I ain't listing two or three. I'm literally probably listing like 10, 11, 12. It's a stacked unit, and these two guys take the jump that everybody believes they're going to make. Man, you're going to have to watch out for this defense on Sundays. Yeah, listen, they, they're going to be ready to go. They're going to be fired up, and, and I'm going to tell you what, man, I'm really excited. Uh, to see what, what and, and now it boils down to what they do. It's about, it, it truly is about putting these guys in the best position to be successful. And that's the next step in this process. And I'm excited to see what Joe Woods has up his sleeve. No question about it. We're going to get to a little bit more here. Um, Saw some footage on the offensive side of the ball. Um, And this is one where, you know, Coach Stefanski, Believe maybe there's some change in philosophy here. And look, whenever you're playing any type of sport, the key to it all should be one thing and one thing only. Am I getting my best players on the field? And it seems like Coach Stefanski might be having a little change 
as far as all that goes. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Browns. Camp is open. All the good stuff, folks. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. It is delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That is right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, cookie dough puffs. Light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a real good hiding place and just hoard them all for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 1% real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for work or something for a workout or a late night treat or just to grab a quick bite built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar ditch the calories fat and sugar grab yourself a built bar go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your order again promo code locked 15 Back on Locked On Browns podcast, G. Bush at Jeff Lloyd in the building. Make sure you go ahead and follow us at G. Bush 91 at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd for Jeff on Twitter. Continue to uh, support us on YouTube, growing very fast over there. When the season hits, man, we go off and running, man. Make sure you're on the train with us so we can get that together. And we're going to continue to give you that, that content every single day. And finally, we saw some stuff that we could be encouraged about. Uh, when you talk about Browns uh, OTAs, and, and we didn't see this very often, uh, and we talked about it for the last two years, and a lot of fans have, we just be clear, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the backfield at the same time. We actually saw some of that in training camp the other day. After, actually got to see uh, Kareem Hunt and, and Nick Chubb in the backfield. So it looks like Kevin Stefanski is starting to incorporate his best players on the field at the same time. I, I, I kind of uh, compare this to the Golden State Warriors a little bit. The Golden State Warriors in football, uh, uh, football uh, it, to me, are the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Because what they do is they keep all of their players on the field at the same time, all of their moneymakers. You, you very rarely see uh, uh, the, the Golden State Warriors without Clay, without Steph, without Draymond. They, they add in back in the day was Kevin Durant. Then this year, you got Andrew Wiggins. Uh, uh, Jordan Poole was another guy that they thought that came along and did really well. What they do to you so well is they they isolate you. And they have to you got to make a decision, and you got to make a business decision in, in about three point five seconds. How quickly are you going to leave Steph open? You going to leave Clay open? What you going to do? Uh, you can't guard everybody. And in football, it's about matchups. And one of the things that the Cleveland Browns have one of the best matchups is the linebacker unit versus our running back unit. And if you can get Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on the field at the same time and make them pick somebody that you're going to cover and make them figure out what you're doing, that's a plus. That is a plus. Right now, you don't have the receiving core where you can say, well, we're just going to call three wide receiver sets, even though we don't have three receivers we really can count on or three dynamic receivers we got. I mean, why not put the guys out there? If Kareem Hunt is one of your best pass catchers, 
He's one of your best blockers. He's one of he's one of your best runners. Why would I run tight ends out there? I got that's my tight end right there. Why do I even need fullbacks? That's my fullback right there, and he's a threat. Kevin Stefanski, I have to I have to think if they are not going after a receiver, they are not adding another veteran guy. I have to think that Kareem Hunt is going to be a more uh, a, a vocal part of this offense moving forward. And and, I, and it's about time, All should I say. It's about time, Jeff. Here is it. And, look, you know, Coach's theory, you know, always was his running game, you know, with a fullback. But you go back to 2020, you go back to 2021, whether it was Andy Janovich, whether it was Johnny Stanton, these guys came on the field. And, yes, every now and then there was a token screen, uh, you know, a fullback dive. And that's all well and good. But if you're playing defense and you're looking at that, and you, Andy Janovich or Johnny, ain't nobody, ain't nobody giving the assignment of worrying about Johnny Stanton or Andy Janovich. I'm sorry. It, and it's just not happening. Now, you look at a personnel grouping, and as far as players with the ball in their hands, for the Browns, you want the ball in Nick Chubb's hands. You want the ball in Kareem Hunt's hands. You want the ball in Amari Cooper's hands. Then you maybe get to David Njoku. Maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones, Harris Bryant, Harrison Bryant. There's your top six. Why would you put a player on the field that you have no interest in truly getting putting the ball in their hands? It, it's pointless. And this is a game now where, you know, you play 30s, 40 points. Very similar to your Golden State Warriors. It is a high-scoring league nowadays so basically essentially to trot out an extra blocker no man that's that's taking the game back that ain't taking the game forward and look kareem's done this kareem missed the first eight games in 2019 when he first got here with the browns and was suspended when he got here after that kareem was doing a lot of fullback things there were a lot of sets where kareem and nick were on the field at the same time you put kareem on the field and now that he threatens the defense with the ability of he can run or he can be a receiver, guess what? Nick, not the receiver maybe that Kareem is, but improving and certainly solid in his own right. Then you put the position up where it could be Nick as a ball carrier or Nick as a receiver. And you still got to worry about Amari Cooper. And you still got to worry about you know David Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony or whoever was out there. To have an extra person out there at the fullback position who is no threat to either A, get the ball, or to do anything with it, it's backwards thinking, and it looks like coach is kind of abolishing some of this. You want a traditional fullback? That's fine. Something for goal line? Go grab Sione Taki Taki. <laughs> Run right up the center in between the center and the guard. And whatever you see in the other colored jersey, light him the hell up. You don't need a fullback in 2022. The way the game is played is so much more aerial. There's so many more points scored. Playing with a fullback is almost like an emergency break for your offense at this point, the way the game is played now. And the premise should always be get me my five best athletes on the field. And those are the ones I want to put the ball in the hands of. Yeah. You don't have to carry something just because you don't got it. Right. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm not a a stickler and I'm not a part, one of these people that, that is not able to move and be uh, shaped and molded and, and to be flexible when it comes to what my game plan is. I'm trying to do stuff that they can't stop. Keeping uh, multiple tight ends and fullbacks on this team definitely should not be part of the game plan moving forward because it doesn't fit the personnel that we have currently. Deshaun Watson doesn't need two tight ends and play action and all that good stuff. And, 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 the, and the Browns don't need to have a fullback on the roster when you can have somebody dynamic in the game that the defense has to account for, not just a warm body with a pulse. 
So I, I definitely get what you're saying. And it's encouraging to see some of those things coming out of camp so far in the 22, 22 training camp so far. It's like, you know, it's like a guy who, you know, hit mega millions and he's got sports cars, you know, and he's got all the big SUVs. Well, I want to drive my old Volvo. That was the one I got my life started with. No, man, you ain't doing that no more. Look, we don't need that. We, we need to be able to create chunk plays. You need to be able to get points on the board. Fullback position ain't going to do it. And you're putting these guys on the field, 20, 25 plays, and you're taking reps away from players like Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, David Bell, Harris. Nah, it, it, it ain't the need. It ain't the time. Um, you know, you, you want to have some – Thing up your sleeve to maybe close out all game. That's fine. And I'll tell you right now, you tell Kareem Hunt he's going to get more opportunities on the field, but he might have to block a little. Kareem will say, "Bet, coach, I got you, no problem whatsoever." So with all of that, that is where this is at, and I, I hope it continues this way because this Browns offense, once Deshaun Watson eventually gets to take over, the potential is there for a ton of yards, a ton of points, and there ain't no reason to be wasting it by putting a fullback on the field. He is Garrett Bush, uh, one of the panelists for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube. Um, guys always have a great time. You know, a great, great rotation of guests. Um, so make sure you were checking that out. Obviously, with training cam open, they can start to focus. Uh, you know, a little more head browns on the coverage over there. Make sure you're checking all of that out. YouTube every day. Um, of course, Garrett, 92.3, the fan, the barbershop open Saturday mornings, 9 to 12. Always certain other opportunities for the show to appear, you know, in the summer with, you know, some folks taking vacations. So make sure you're checking all that out. Make sure you're following Garrett at GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Locked on Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open questions, ideas, anything you got, you know, feel free to hit us up, try to do, you know, try to help you guys as much we can and, you know, try to get out content that you guys are looking for, for all you guys do for us. Again, the show would be nothing without anybody coming here to view it, anybody coming to listen. So we are truly and greatly appreciated to all of that. And of course, everybody makes Lockdown Browns our first listen, whether it's your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following, subscribed, or now on YouTube. Keep those subscribers coming. Don't miss an episode. Every new ep right now, probably coming up anywhere, about, I'd say about 3 p.m. Eastern in the day. Usually about the time they pop. We usually drop the audio a little later. Uh, so make sure you're all over it. We appreciate you all so much. And with all that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.